Welcome to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roshke, your host, and Don Kennedy is with me. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's a great day. It's beautiful outside. And, uh, you know, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Uh, well, this week uh, we are commemorating and remembering uh, D-Day. Uh And I just want to focus on that a little bit. And uh, I'm going to read Franklin Roosevelt's um, D-Day prayer to you in just a moment. But I'm so thankful for those that were willing to pay the price and lay down their lives so that others could be free and that others could live. And, you know, that's what Christ did. And we're going to be talking about today about greater love, greater love. Uh, The Bible says in John uh, 15, in verse 13, Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And I want to start off, and let me read you some things. Uh, On the night of June 6, 1944, President uh, Roosevelt went on national radio to address the nation for the first time about the Normandy invasion. His speech took the form of a prayer. The date and the timing of the Normandy invasion had been top secret. During a national radio broadcast on June 5th about the Allied liberation of Rome, President Roosevelt made no mention of the Normandy operation already underway at the time. When he spoke to the country on June 6th, the president felt the need to explain his earlier silence. Shortly before he went on the air, he added several handwritten lines to the opening of his speech that addressed that point. They read, Last night when I spoke to you about the fall of Rome, I knew at that moment that troops of the United States and our allies were crossing the channel in another and greater operation. It has come to pass with success thus far. So I want to read you the text of the radio address that uh, uh, President Roosevelt did on uh, D-Day, June 6, 1944. And tomorrow, uh, of course, when the time this program actually airs, it will have already passed. Uh, But... Uh, June 6th will be the 75th anniversary of the Normandy invasions. And this is what President Roosevelt had to say. My fellow Americans, last night when I spoke to you about the fall of Rome, I knew at that moment that the troops of the United States and our allies were crossing at the channel in another and greater operation. It has come to pass with success thus far. And so in this poignant hour, I ask you to join with me in prayer. Almighty God, our sons, pride of our nation, this day have set upon a mighty endeavor to struggle to preserve our republic, our religion, and our civilization, and to set free a suffering humanity. Lead them straight and true. Give strength to their arms, stoutness to their hearts, steadfastness in their faith. They will need thy blessings. Their road will be long and hard. For the enemy is strong. He may hurl back our forces. Success may not come with rushing speed, but we shall return again and again. We know that by thy grace and by thy righteousness of our cause, by the righteousness of our cause, our sons will triumph. They will be sore tried by night and by day without rest until the victory is won. The darkness will be rent by noise and flame. Men's souls will be shaken with the violence of war. For these men are lately drawn from the ways of peace. They fight not for the lust of conquest, 
They fight to end conquest. They fight to liberate. They fight to let justice arise and tolerance and goodwill among all thy people. They yearn for the dead, for the end of the battle, for their return to the haven of home. Some will never return. Embrace these, Father, and receive them, thy heroic servants, into thy kingdom. And for us at home, fathers, mothers, children, wives, sisters, and brothers of brave men overseas, whose thoughts and prayers are ever with them, help us. Help us, Almighty God, to rededicate ourselves in renewed faith in Thee in this hour of great sacrifice. Many people have urged that I call the nation into a single day of special prayer, but because the road is long and the desire is great, I ask that our people devote themselves in a continuance of prayer as we rise to each new day and again when each day is spent. Let words of prayer be on our lips, invoking thy help to our efforts. Give us strength to strengthen our daily task to redouble the contributions we make in the physical and the material support of our armed forces. And let our hearts be stout to wait out the long travail, to bear sorrows that may come, to impart our courage into our sons, unto our sons, wheresoever they may be. And, O Lord, give us faith. Give us faith in Thee, faith in our sons, faith in each other, faith in our united crusade. Let not the keenness of our spirit ever be dulled. Let not the impacts of temporary events, of temporal matters, but of but fleeting moment, let not these deter us in our unconquerable purpose. With thy blessing, we shall prevail over the unholy forces of our enemy. Help us to conquer the apostles of greed and racial arrogancies. Lead us to the saving of our country and with our sister nations into a world unity that will spell a sure peace, a peace invulnerable to the schemings of unworthy men, and a peace that will let all of men live in freedom, reaping the just rewards of their honest toil. Thy will be done, Almighty God. Amen. That was uh, FDR's June 6, 1944 prayer, and it sounds like a prayer that we can use today. Um, the, the nation, the world was in great trouble, was in grief, gr- grave trouble at this time. And there was an evil creeping across the world. And uh, Hitler had made up his mind to conquer the world and to exterminate the Jews. And, you know, I think about it, how that mindset started and how that it didn't come across in the beginning that way but it the longer it went the longer hitler was in place the more it was made known what his plans were and how it creeped in and um you know there were a lot of the german people in germany that did not agree with that in fact they were trying to help you know hide jews and 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 they were not in agreement with it um but that that mindset, um, that spirit, that well, antichrist spirit, yeah, that <laughs> arrogance of one race is better than another, uh, and that we need to exterminate them, and that arrogance, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the Lord of all that I see. I'm going to be in charge. It's an antichrist spirit. Mm-hmm. And it comes to to steal, kill, and destroy. It comes to disrupt. 
Uh, but I love the fact that uh, FDR invoked the presence of God yes. uh, over our troops. All the you know there was a, a great Allied force that joined together and stormed the beaches of Normandy uh, to free France and begin to take uh, ground from the Nazis, Nazi Germany and Hitler, uh, so that it didn't spread to all over the world. Something, something had to be done. Somebody somewhere had to step in. And uh, there were many lives that were laid down and sacrificed because of that. And, um, you know, they're heroes. Uh, they were heroes, and their their families and those that survived were heroes, and they paid the ultimate price like Jesus did when he laid down his life for his friends. No greater love hath any man that, you know, uh, that he lays down his life for his friends. And I just, I think about that, you know, uh, Don, the reason that we have prayer for the nation every month is because we are in a critical place and time yes, in our nation. Are. And the entire world. And it's important that we not allow certain things to creep in that is anti-Christ, that's against the Spirit of God and overtake us. And we need to be aware of it even as Christians in our own lives, in our families, in our own thoughts, uh, in what we allow. I mean, so many things have crept into our schools and what's been taught and what's being changed and, and the, uh, trying to change the very fabric of what constitutes a family and a marriage, uh, trying to change it, you know, in, uh, from being a man and a woman, which God ordained, uh, and so many different things that are, are, are being turned upside down in our nation. And, um, our hope is in God. Yes. Our hope is in Christ. And um, that will, he hears us. The Bible says in Hebrews to come boldly to the throne room of grace to find help in the time of trouble. I do that for my family. I do that for myself. I do that for my friends. I do that for my ministry. I do that for our nation. I, I come boldly in because Jesus Christ tore the, I mean, the veil was torn from top to bottom. It was, uh, uh, 60 feet high, and I think it was 44 feet deep. It was torn from the bottom. A man could not have done it. It was by God himself. And the veil was open so that you and I can go in to the throne room of grace to find help in the time of trouble. And I have great confidence in our God. I have great confidence that in his word. And so when I think about uh, Normandy, the Normandy invasion and and I think about how all the Allied forces, you know, the Brits and France, and, I, I, and I'm not a great history buff. I, I don't know all that well. I wish I did know it better. It just doesn't seem to stay in my brain like it should. But I know enough to know it was a concerted effort. Mm -hmm. People came into agreement for the common good. People, it was a coordinated, well-thought-out, well-planned, coordinated agreement to stand against an offense against humanity to stand against the extermination of an entire race that was trying to happen and to free the people that had been taken captive to free France and to, and to, to stop the spread, uh, of this evil. Mm -hmm. And it was a spirit, demonic spirit that had taken hold. And, uh, I see, uh, so many things trying to transpire in our world today. But I just want to remind you 
that in First uh, uh, Timothy 2, 1 through 2, it, tell, it talks to us about to pray for those in authority. In fact, Don, would you look that up, First Timothy 2, 1 through 2? We, we are called to pray. We are called to lift them up, uh, our leaders. It, it doesn't say, now, if you voted for them, <laughs> pray for your leaders. It doesn't say, if you agree with all their policies, then I want you to vote. If not, just criticize. If not, just, you know, uh, slander them. It does not say that at all. In 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 2, read that for us, Don, please. I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live a peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. Amen. So this is... This is something that we are literally called to do, Don. And as I said, this is not a uh, bipartisan or a, a political issue. Right. This is a biblical mandate. It doesn't say. Only if you like I, yeah, them. I mean, I've prayed, like for, they did. I've prayed <laughs> for presidents and th- that I voted for and I didn't vote for. Those I agree with and didn't agree with. And even the ones that I agree with, haven't, didn't all, I didn't always agree with all their policies. But the agreement is on the Word of God mm-hmm. to come and, and pray over our leaders for this nation. They need it now more than ever. We must have people that will rise up and stand in the gap. Uh, the Lord asked the question, who, who will uh, stand for us? Who will go for us? Mm-hmm. And I believe that was in Isaiah. And, and I, he said, here am I. Send me. Here am I. Send me. Who will go for us? See, this, we have to stand against what is happening. And, and so, uh, you know, I look back at the, the Hitler regime and the, the Nazis, you know, as we're thinking about this week and we're commemorating the, uh, the D-Day, the Normandy and how that so many forces came together for the good. And, and the, like you said, the arrogance, Don, of one, one race of people thinking they were so much better than another race that they were going to exterminate them. And, and I mean, we are all created in the image of God. Mm-hmm. We are all made and, and wonderfully made and created and, equally and created equally, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's the way it should be. Uh, and our, our unalienable rights, you know, we were all created equal in the sight of God. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just, I want to honor the sacrifices that was given. And that's why I wanted to read FDR's prayer mm-hmm. uh, on that time uh, when Normandy was, uh, st- when they stormed the beaches. And of course we were, uh, United States was on that, uh, the beach of Omaha and so many died. So many died. And, but, but they had a purpose. Mm-hmm. We have a purpose. We have a purpose in this nation whether you're Democrat, whether you're Republican, whether you're liberal, progressive, whatever you are, you're young or young old, or old <laughs> whatever your race is, whatever your influence is, whatever your, uh, your current economic situation is, uh, we are, we're beautifully and wonderfully made in his sight. And we have been called now the body of Christ. We've been called to pray for our nation and our leaders. That's why we do, we, my ministry hosts every single month a prayer for the nation in our own community. And we pray about pertinent issues 
whatever is happening that that some things that are happening abroad that will affect us here. And so we pray for those leaders and we pray for our leaders. We pray for our nation. We pray for our people. We pray that for the unity and harmony. We pray for, for God to intervene. We pray for a great awakening, a spiritual outpouring. We need God. Mm-hmm. A person or a party is not the answer. Christ is the only answer for humanity, period. And everything that you will ever face in life, there's not one thing that you will face in life that you will deal with that Christ did not um, take care of on the cross. There's not one thing you'll ever encounter in life that Christ did not take care of. It was addressed on the cross. He established the answer for you then. Amen. Amen. And and also in, in Second Chronicles seven fourteen, because I just my heart is heavy for our nation. It says, "If my people, who are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, they, then I will will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land." Today I'm talking about greater love, greater love. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and read John 15, and we're going to go back to 2 Chronicles 7, 14. John 15 says in verse uh, 12 and 13, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. And he doesn't, again, he's not saying if you, if you agree with everything they say, if you're the same party, if you're the same mm-hmm. color. No, that's not what he said. Praise God. He said, this is my commandment, that you love one another. As I have loved you. See, he loved us enough to give his life for for us. Mm -hmm. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Jesus Christ was the epitome of love and the epitome of that sacrifice. But I believe now, let me see if I can... If I can weave this in together with this, and I hope that I can, by the power of the Holy Spirit, relate this. Jesus Christ laid down his life. The people, uh, the, our, the armed forces, the allied forces that stormed the beaches of Normandy and, and took the battle and began to turn the battle fronts uh, to where uh, the evil of Nazi, uh, German Nazism was destroyed. They laid down their lives. Not everybody died. Not everybody died. Praise God. No, but there were still did had purpose. Right. They they laid down their will. Right. Right. They laid down their own lives. Their their lives at home with their families. Uh, they gave up everything and they went to defend people on a foreign soil and to keep it from coming to our soil. And so I look at that, and then I look at this scripture, Don. If my people who are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal and will heal their land. That is Second Chronicles seven fourteen. I, I believe the, the Lord is calling, that there's a trumpet call going out in the spirit. I believe that there is a stirring up in the people of God that is being uh, stirred up, being summoned, being called and invoked to come into agreement to pray for our nation, to lay down our lives in prayer, to uh, to begin to see the bigger picture of what's happening in our nation. 
much he, less the world. And he starts with my people. Yeah, he does. It's, he he's speaking say, to my people. He's not even speaking to the whole world right now. Mm-hmm. He's speaking to Just the ones people. that know him. Right. So it's not dependent on what everybody's doing. It's right. dependent on what you're doing as a Christian. Yeah, and our, our obedience mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe, uh, you know, the Bible says in James 5, 16, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Um, we wouldn't, like our ministry, we wouldn't be having these uh, prayer prayer for the nation in our community every month for the past three years if I didn't think God was actually listening. If God wasn't, <laughs> if he wasn't actually here, and I would, I would go, I'm not doing this. I mean, it takes a lot of time. We coordinate lots of different people to come. Would you pray over this? Come, would you come pray over this? Can you pray over this leader? Pray over this situation. Pray over this crisis. It's two solid hours of prayer. It's two solid hours of prayer. Bam, you know, people, everyone spends like five to at the most 10 minutes on each topic praying because it's important because he hears our prayer. And so I believe right now there is a trumpet call going forth in the spirit realm calling to the people of God. He said, if my people, if my people who are called by my name, are you called by his name? If you name the name of Christ, if you have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior, then you are called by his name. This, this scripture applies to you. If you are a Christian without exception, Without exception, this scripture applies to you or if you are in Christ. In other words, if you have accepted him and put your faith in Jesus Christ and the work he did on the cross and he is your savior and you are fully trusting, then this scripture, this mandate applies to you. It applies to me. And he would not tell us to do it if it was would not be effective, if it was not doable. And so he's speaking to you and I who are called by his name to invoke the name of Jesus, to call for, invoke, call in the power and the authority that backs up the name of Jesus, all the authority and the the host of heaven that back up that name of Jesus. And listen, this isn't just for our nation, but for you and your life, Mm -hmm. where you're at right now, whatever you're dealing with, he's calling for us to come together in his name. And if you don't know him yet, right? Right. He's also calling you yes absolutely but all you have to do is instead of just hoping and wishing mm-hmm. is ask Jesus into your heart mm-hmm. it's that simple Jesus come into my heart be the Lord of my life I turn my back on the devil and everything he stands for and I turn to you Jesus forgive me cleanse me wash me whole that's all you have to say that's it you just have to confess that you need him amen and tell somebody Call our prayer line at 866-241-0579. Again, that's 866-241-0579. And let one of our prayer partners pray with you and agree with you. And call in all the power of God, the Holy Spirit. Get baptized in the Holy Spirit. Get the power of God. And quit just meandering through life. And be be one of His people. Mm -hmm. And then then pray for our nation and your prayers will be effectual. Right. Right. Yes, because you then you have the authority to pray in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and God hears that prayer. And I just see a correlation between D-Day and our nation mm-hmm. and the world right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's time for action. It's kind of history is repeating itself mm-hmm. in, a, in a sense. Mm-hmm. It's time. Mm-hmm. There's a call to action right now by the Spirit of God. There is a drawing in. There is a stirring up of the people of God. Mm-hmm. 
uh, to lay down the denominational barriers, lay down the racial barriers, lay down uh, the political barriers, and the people of God began to press in, begin to agree for the good of this nation and the world, for the gospel to be spread, for there to be a turnaround in the spirit. And like I said, you don't have to agree with the leader or everything about the leader. Right. You don't have to agree with who's in charge, who's not in charge. You just have to agree what the Spirit of God says. And the Spirit of God says in First Timothy 2, 1 through 2, to pray for those in authority. Mm-hmm. And then, and he tells you in Second Chronicles seven fourteen, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. I just see such a correlation mm-hmm. in the spirit realm, the activity, uh, because it was a demonic evil force that came uh, through the Hitler and the Nazi um, idealism. Mm-hmm. And it, it was literally to exterminate an entire race of people and overtake the world. But God. But God. Because they loved God. Yes, yes. <laughs> And, and, and I love the fact that FDR, President Roosevelt, took the time to pray. He called upon the name of God. He invoked the presence of God uh, and the blessing of God and the help of God upon us and our allied forces. We need to be allied together mm-hmm. and, and to begin to pray. And because I believe in many ways we have a spiritual D-Day. Man, we are, I'm out of time for this first half hour already. But don't go away because I'll be right back. But before I go, I want to encourage you to uh, go to my website at luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. Call our prayer line at 866-241-0579. We have anointed, trained prayer ministers who will pray with you who will send you out scriptures free. And if you go to my website at luetta.org, we have all of these free resources. I mean, most everything on there is free. I do have a store, and when you order stuff, uh, some of my other, uh, there are some of my teaching series that are not on there free. Uh, but whenever you order them, it helps us to continue to preach the gospel. It supports us. But there's tons Tons of free podcasts of our radio programs, uh, free videos of our uh, t- my TV program, Be Free, that airs on Impact Christian Network. So go, go. We want it's for the kingdom of God. It's to minister to you and to preach the gospel and for you to share it with other people so people get saved. That's what we're about. We're about souls. We're about the kingdom of God. Hey, uh, with just these last few seconds I have before we switch over to the second half of the program, and we'll be back just momentarily. Hey, if you haven't given before and you want to give, I believe when you do that you become a part of what we're doing and you come, you're part of that anointing and that reward. So go to our website at luada.org. We'll be right back, guys. 